Hello everyone, you're listening to Let's You Succeed. I'm your host, Katie Neal, and today's podcast is all about home improvement, how to save money and ways to invest in your home. Joining us is our internal evaluation specialist, Chad Mastrud. How's it going, Chad? Not too bad. Good morning to everybody. Yeah, so I... My name is Chad Mastrud. I've been the internal evaluation specialist for First Community Credit Union for the last four years or so. Um, I've been in working at financial institutions for close to 25 years now, and not to date me, but um, the last four years have been here at FCCU um, helping our loan officers and their members with real estate secured loans. It's been a great learning process. What, what a lot of people don't understand is that every market is different. And I get the opportunity to assist uh, loan officers throughout the state. So we've got many, many different locations throughout the state of North Dakota. Um, So it's really interesting to learn about all of the markets out there. Yeah, and what's cool about your job is, I think maybe when our listeners hear internal evaluation, they're like, what does that have to do with home improvement? But this is really, this is one of the things you specialize in because you get to look at those loans and and look at ways that like what's trending in the market right now and all that stuff. And I know obviously what's trending right now is is home equities and that home improvement. And um, just given our market right now, I think so many people are starting to look into those things more as um, interest rates go up. They're looking at ways to just you know improve the home that they're in, and so. One of the things I wanted to ask you to to help our listeners was um, if there were, you know, one or two things that I wanted to improve in my home right now, um, what would bring what would bring me value like short term wise, like five years, five years. Okay. well, first of all, one thing I wanted to say was that there are three things that people should really consider when they are looking to do some home improvements. There are, the first thing is cost. Uh, How much is it gonna cost you to to make those changes, those improvements that you want to? Then there's gonna be added value to you as the homeowner. That might be um, substantially different than what it might be to somebody else. And then the last thing is, is value to the market. So how is what you're doing gonna affect um, the resale of that? Um, you know, just to kind of give you a, an idea of how those can be different is, um, let's say somebody has an, a small addition that they put onto their garage. Let's say they build a three stall detached garage. Um, they may use a section of that garage to use as a shop and that shop will allow them to perhaps, um, you know, earn income because they might be having a, a business that's kind of run through there, whether it be a, a wood carving business or some sort of income generating uh, business might be run through there. Um, that's going to be a really valuable to them because once again, that's going to change their ability to, to make money. However, the next person, as you're looking to resell it, the next person might not be in that same situation. They might not have a business. They might be not necessarily using that space as you would. And it's very, it's 
less valuable to them because they might just use it for storage. And so they're not going to necessarily pay any added price for that extra little space that they might use as storage. And so I think when you're doing the home improvements, I think you have to look at the three, those three different areas to see um, what's more important at that time. Because ultimately, you can make some small improvements around your house that's going to add value to you. Because if you were to change some paint colors, if you were to change some flooring, you could probably sit down in your house and feel a little bit more welcome and relaxed. And that's going to add value to you. But when it goes to the next person, it might be more of a preference and they might not be willing to pay a whole lot of additional money for that. Okay. So um, when it comes to short-term changes, um, if you're looking to sell in the next one to five years, first of all, I encourage you to know your market. Know how big your market is. Know the demographics, whether it be certain ages, things like that, that might be active in your community. And just try to do some, perhaps some smaller general changes that might appeal to those people. Um, whether it be some new paint, some new flooring, might just kind of add a few people to your potential buyers. And that might bring a little added value or, or resale on there. Um, if somebody walks into a house that is um, really, really outdated, has very bright and crazy colors, maybe some, if, uh, if anybody can refer back to the Austin Powers movie where they have like the shag carpet, the, <laughs> the very bright, um, older 70s carpet. Uh, when somebody walks into that, there might be a lot of people that might be turned off by those uh, items that stick out and they might not be willing to put a lot of extra time and money into that. Now keep in mind there are some people that may be willing to go into that, but they might probably reduce their price if they know they have to put money into it. So when it comes to short-term investments um, or improvements, I would highly recommend to, you know, a lot of things that are smaller in cost, you know, the new paint, um, flooring sometimes isn't all that expensive, but if, if you're gonna uh, drastically improve it from an outdated to something more current that might be effective just to kind of open up your home to a larger market. Yeah, that's a really good tip. Um, I really like how you said, I encourage people to know their market and their demographic. I don't like, I don't think that's something people always think about. They just think of like, well, white and gray is in, so let's paint our house these colors and like we're good. But depending on the demographics of your town or how big it is, or if it's older or younger, like some of those modern hip trends that can go in and out really fast might not work. Um, and so that's really, really a good tip just right there for our listeners to, to know what market you're living in and to know like who you're trying to sell to. So thank you yeah. for that. Yeah. Some of the, uh, you know, you watch some of the, the recent home improvement shows and they kind of talk about trends and it is important that if you're going to sell in the near future, then perhaps trying to get some of those trends might kind of spark some additional interest. But you have to remember that um, some trends are shorter trends and they might go out of style a little quicker. So if you're looking to sell perhaps a little, little down the road, you might want to look at something that is uh, a little less trendy and perhaps more stable so that um, 
you know, let's say six to 10 years down the road, if you're looking to sell at that time, that you don't need to make any changes, any drastic changes in order to kind of get back in the market again. Yeah, very good tip. So speaking of that, that long term, say I had a starter home or like, you know, what, what I consider my first home, but I want to make improvements to it, knowing that might not be my forever home, um, that I might want to sell it like long term in like 15 years. So what would be, um, in your opinion, the best return on investment when remodeling my home for long term then? I would say the more resale value comes with um, kitchen and bathrooms. Those seem to hold their value a little bit more. Keep in mind that those are areas that can cost a lot of money. But at the same time, I believe they they hold their value a little bit better. It seems to spark the interest of uh, the people in the market a little bit more. Um, a bedroom is a bedroom. It can be easily kind of change this and that. But if, if you can have a, a kitchen area and bathrooms that people see as valuable areas, things like that, I think that will historically hold their values a little bit better. Uh, in other areas, it you know, easily those areas can be easily changed or kind of modified here and there. It's, it's kind of a personal preference type thing too. So, um, but in the meantime, the larger investments that cost more of the money because in kitchen, there's a lot of cabinets, there's a lot of countertops, there's, there's things like that, which uh, can cost a significant amount of money. The same thing goes with the plumbing for both the kitchen and bathroom areas and things like that. So those are the most expensive and those will typically bring the most value back to you. Okay, so short term, I can paint, flooring, you know, like those simple fixes that can help me in my resale. And then long term, we talked about bathroom, kitchen. Yep. Okay, so in, in your role in um, as the internal evaluation specialist, again, you you get to see all these home loans that come through and these requests for, you know, upgrading your home and remodeling and all that and improving and just, you get to see so much of this. Um, what about, you know, beyond inside the home? What about like outside the home? How can I, like my husband and I live out of town. And so I always say like, we want to add on, you know, and add a garage onto our house, but um, we have our big shop and our barn and whatever. So we don't need it right now, but would that be a good, um, improvement to outside our home that can add value or or would you recommend something else like what would be a good outside improvement i think when it comes to outside improvements you want to be careful um because that can get kind of crazy and spendy if you would right. like it to be um, right. and added, adding curb appeal is nice because as people drive by and as they approach your home it's gonna it will kind of affect their mindset to how they're going to perceive the home going into it. Um, when you drive by home, you're going to see the condition, you're going to see the color, you're going to see landscaping, you're going to see you know other things that um, will just affect the curb appeal. You know, some items that might not take a lot of money to do would be plant and planting some trees or having some some uh, flowers in your area, having landscaping blocks to kind of uh, or increase that curb appeal might change a person's perception of the home going into it and kind of give them more of an open mind. Um, 
so that once again, by improving those areas, you might increase your market and allow more people, invite them to come in and see what else the home has to offer. I know from talking to some people, um, if you drive by a house that is, the front yard is more dirt and dead grass and doesn't have those items, it just kind of, from the beginning, it says that if they're gonna make this their home or this or their forever home, right from the beginning, it looks like they have to put a lot of money into it. And so if they know that the exterior looks like that, it may kind of put a negative viewing of the interior, even, even though they haven't seen it yet, they might know from looking at the outside that there might be a lot more to do on the inside. So um, just a, a lot of basic stuff that you could do might not cost a lot of money, but might just increase your curb appeal. There are a lot of people that will talk about, um, you know, like a, a, a no maintenance deck versus a wood deck versus a, a patio. Those things will add a little value to your property, but it may not be anywhere near the cost. Um, okay. So for example, if somebody does, and once again, it all depends on your market, but if they put a little stone patio in the back of their house and depending on how they do it, that could cost anywhere from five to $10,000 sometimes, depending on the size and the materials and things like that. But your market and the size of it uh, an appraiser might only make an adjustment of between 500 to 2000. If, if you're in, oh my if God. you're in a, a larger community where home values are looking at like 400 to 700,000 in some areas, they might make a larger adjustment on there. But sometimes once again, that cost is not necessarily adding that much value to your home. So an appraiser will see how, that change will affect your value. And it's not oftentimes to the degree of the cost. Okay. So, yeah. so case in point, a garage is going to cost me a lot of money, but it's probably not going to add as much value to my home. Yeah. It's very interesting. It's very interesting. You said that because I've seen many circumstances where somebody wants to do, um, so let's say they've got an older one or two cell garage that's detached from their house and they've wanted to tear it down and rebuild a three-stall garage with a shop. And in the appraisal that I was looking at, reviewing, um, the cost of that three-stall garage was gonna be $39,000, rather substantial. And it was gonna have, there's gonna be three stalls with an area towards the back that had a shop, a small little area that had a, a counter and some other stuff to it, nothing crazy, crazy by any means. Um, I believe it had a heater in there because somebody was going to be working in there a little bit during the winter or whatnot. But anyway, $39,000. And when the appraiser actually did that, once again, the value to that person isn't going to be necessarily the same as the market resale value. So in that market, a garage was valued at between five and $6,000. So even though the cost of that that project was $39,000. The value that it added to their house for that was only about 15 to 18,000. Now, here's the thing. They had they had a two-stall garage, there's either one or two-stall garage before that, so they already had roughly 5 to 10,000 dollars in value. So by doing that, it only changed their market value by 5 to 8,000 dollars. And so 
just because they had to tear down the, the two stall garage that they previously had. So they're only adding one stall and a little storage space. Now that three stall garage with the shop was much more valuable to the homeowner than it was to the resale. So you want to keep that in mind that if you're going to be there for one to two years and it's not going to bring a lot of value to you, then um, I would say it may not be in your best interest to do something like that because the cost is going to far exceed what the benefit to you in resale is going to be. I would think just hearing that story, because that's crazy. I would never, ever think that you just, I think our minds automatically work like, oh, bigger, the better. So we added on three stalls. So that makes our house better. But I mean, that's such a good point coming from you um, and what you're seeing with the audit side of things and the appraisers. So what about real quick, what about like siding and stuff? I would think, is that kind of the same as siding? Because everyone is kind of different in what they like and how that adds value or am I wrong in that? Yeah, you're right. It is personal preference. A lot of people will say that um, steel siding is, or vinyl siding is uh, preferred okay. or perhaps uh, a little better value than wood siding or than um, yeah, wood exterior. Um, just because a lot of times you don't need to paint those items, the maintenance on it is less. Um, if you have a wood exterior to your home, um, there might be maintenance you have to do, whether it be you know, repainting more frequently, um, those might actually, the color might fade with the sun. And so it may look a little bit more, uh, a little older, a little bit quicker, that type of stuff. But um, once again, you, you want to know your market because your market might be small enough where you don't have that many homes on the market. And so siding these days is really expensive. It can be 10 to probably 25 to 30,000, depending on the size of the house. And so if you put that on and if you're going to move, let's say a year down the road or two years down the road, um, you're not going to retain that value because there's just, there's probably not a big enough market. Somebody will probably just go to the next house. If there is, um, let's say four to five other homes on the market, as long as those are reasonably priced and things like that, they, they will probably look to other options versus um, paying significantly different for that siding. It's just, if you're living in a small market there, you might be limited to the resale value that you obtain back. Right. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's all really good, um, really good information. Um, what I know, we talked a lot about what things will improve your home. Is there anything that that you know just just isn't gonna improve our home? Once again, it's it's all in the mindset of the homeowner versus the potential buyer, because you may put in, you might want to make your home more, uh, more relaxing to you, uh, a better environment for you, but that's your personal preference. Um, what the next person going into your home might look at is something that is something they don't like 100%. They might prefer different. So uh, a lot of people say, well, I, I put in hardwood floors or I put in laminate flooring well, some people don't like laminate flooring. That might cost you four to $8,000, depending on the area that you're looking to do. 
some people might prefer carpet. You know, the carpet that you had before might be more of a preference to the market versus uh, what you prefer. So it's one of those deals where it's all personal preference. Um, you spending money on a new type of flooring might not bring any added value to you. It might not necessarily decrease the value, but it might not increase it either. What some people don't understand is um, when it comes to appraisals, your above grade square footage is more, value that, is more valuable than your below grade square footage. So if you finish your basement, you don't get the same dollar per square foot as your above grade. Um, it has to do with a lot of times the, the, uh, the ability to live within there. And uh, for example, it doesn't have as many windows. It doesn't bring in as much sunlight. It doesn't bring in um, perhaps the same value as, as the above grade. And so it, 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 it's something to kind of keep in mind that, um, you know, the amount of money that you spend in your basement doesn't bring nearly as much value as your above grade as well. I never, I never knew that. That's very, very good tip. Um, yeah, I'm learning a lot in this podcast. So hopefully all our <laughs> listeners are too. Um, all these ideas are running through my mind as I tell my husband all the time, like, Oh, are we going to add on to our little farmhouse our little ranch house out in the country? And now I'm like, Oh, is that a good investment or is it not a good investment? So this is really good. Um, well, then, well, hold on a second. So you're talking about um, adding on. Mm-hmm. Some people might wonder, is it in their best interest to add on to their house? It all depends. What happens is, once again, you want to know your market and what is preferred in that market. Um, for example... I I recently helped with a property in Crookston and that property had, it was very, very small. The above grade square feet was 400, I think, or 480 square feet. It was basically a bedroom, a kitchen, a bathroom, the smallest living room. And that was it. Now the market for that is, not all that great because if you have a family, if you have um, the desire for space and a little whatnot, that might not be the most attractive thing to you. So your your market is might be really limited. Versus, um, so adding on to your house in that case is going to bring a lot of value because it's going to open up the market to more potential buyers. Um, that's going to be huge. In fact, uh, however. If you have a 4,000 square foot house, a two-story 4,000 square foot house, if you want to make, if you want to uh, add an addition on there, it's, it will bring a little square footage, but it's not going to bring nearly as much value as if you were to add on to a smaller house. Uh, in appraisals, what they do is anything over 2,500 square feet a lot of times for above grade will bring a lower adjustment per square foot because it may be deemed a little excessive and it might not bring as much value to your home. If you're, if you were to walk into a house that was 4,400 square feet, would you really know the difference if you walked into a house that was 3,800 square feet? Probably not. You could have the same room count. They might just be a smidge bigger and it may not bring a whole lot of, whole lot of added value to your house. So adding on to a large house, may not be the best idea, but 
but adding on to a small home may drastically help your, your resale value. Even though I don't think we're ever moving um, where we live out in the country, what you're telling me is it's a good investment to add on to my small country house so I can uh, tell that to my husband that this is a good investment to add on, right? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Perfect. I heard it from the expert. <laughs> so uh, hypothetically speaking, say uh, one year from now, a person wants to try to sell their home. Just one year from now, they know in the next year they're going to sell it. What right now, what is the the top, the best thing to do over the next year to improve their house so they can get the best price when selling it? I would say, you know, to maybe add a little curb appeal to your house, just to maybe draw a few more people in. I would say if you do have any, any maintenance issues with your house, if you have items that need to be fixed, you may want to over time within the next year, you might want to repair, you might want to patch, you might just want to do small items just to make the house look more sound, more stable, things like that. Um, I would encourage you to, if you have the availability, you can always go to the, like a parade of homes or something like that, just to get ideas for what's being added to homes these days, little trends, little things like that. It might give you ideas to your home to kind of make these slight improvements to kind of make it a little bit more trendy to perhaps open it up to a few more people in your area. Um, a lot of times if, if you're crafty and if, if you or your husband or your wife are good with tools, little things like that, you could do a lot of little things around your home that could bring added value to you at a small cost. Now, it may not cost a lot, but it might take a bunch of your time. But at the same time, if you have the free time to do it, and if you're available and willing, you can really help your home's value. I like that. So out of all those things, though, <clears throat> maintenance, curb appeal, inside projects, what, what do you think is the best one? Curb appeal? Probably like first Ooh. and foremost, you get the people in the house. Yeah, exactly. That, I, I think that's huge because if they are looking at photos online and if they are doing a drive-by, they're going to look at your home. And a lot of times, the good or bad, the first impression that you make on somebody may flip something within their head and might bring a negative, uh, a negative connotation to your home from the beginning. So if you can just welcome them and make the home look appealing, they will be more willing to go in and see what you have to offer. And I think, I think that can be done at a, at a minimal price and may really bring more people to your open houses. Very, so. very good. Um, I know we could talk, like, you just have so much knowledge and I love home improvement shows, so I could ask you so many more questions. <laughs> um, but uh, for interest of time, I guess, I feel like this is probably a good place to kind of wind down here. And so what do you, like, is there anything else you really want our listeners to know um, or anything else you'd like to recap for our listeners just so they know about home improvement? Yeah, I would say, you know, watching those home improvement shows on TV is fun. You get to see some of the changes that they make, how it becomes perhaps a little outdated or 
whatnot to something more trendy. Um, however, those shows can be deceiving because they give the impression that you're adding substantial value to their house, to the house. You have to take the cost into consideration when you're doing it. And once again, every market is different, but for the most part, unless you're making such drastic changes to a home, you're not going to get dollar for dollar back on your resale. And that's something that you should be well aware of because um, you, you just don't want to be shocked down the road. Like, you know, you put you know, $40,000 into that garage situation earlier and all of a sudden you're a realtor does a market analysis on your house and it only went up a little bit. And so I just don't want you to be shocked when, if you are, you know, looking to do changes, I highly encourage you to talk to a market professional in your area, a realtor and see if they would see the improvement bringing the added value because it might, it just might not be worth it to you. And so um, just know that a lot of times when you're doing home improvements, you might get 20 cents to the dollar in resale value. You might get 70 cents depending on the areas and the improvements that you're trying. But most times you will not get dollar for dollar unless you are making such significant changes to your house. So yeah, anyway, it's, however, you keep watching those shows. They're very entertaining. They can give you ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But just know that it's not always 100% true. 100%. Yes. I. That's um, a great place to wrap up. Um, thank you for being on this podcast. I feel like we're going to have to have you back again because I know I learned so much and hopefully our listeners learn a lot too. And I just want to plug too that if you are looking to do uh, some home improvements and you need some extra funding that we do have home equities and things like that to help improve your home um, and and really help improve that home resale value by investing back into your home. So I just wanted to plug that here at the end, but thank you very much, Chad, for, for being with us and sharing your knowledge of kind of what you've been seeing in the market and how people can improve their home. Yeah, thank you, Katie. Have a great day. You too. That wraps up our podcast. This has been Let's See You Succeed. Thanks for tuning in. Information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and subject to change. Consult a local appraiser for professional advice. Loan subject to credit approval equal housing opportunity.